Um, well, good morning. Uh, welcome to the, today's webinar. Uh, introducing Genoa, um, a gem of opportunities from past to future is how we've titled the uh, presentation today. And I'm really, um, really glad to welcome Francesca Boschieri, journalist at Il Giornale, and Luca Bellatrimo, Chief Data Center Officer, I can't even say the words today, at Ryway SBA. Um, really, really uh, a big welcome to you both. Um, you'll you. probably know me, I'm Mike Wardle, I'm the Chief Executive Officer, um, Head of Indices at the ZN Group. Um, and I'll be chairing uh, the event today, but my job is really uh, to take a very little time to do that so we can get onto the meat of the presentation. Um, just first of all, to thank our sponsors. We're very, uh, very grateful to our sponsors at the FS Club uh, for allowing us to um, range far and wide uh, across a series of webinars that we run, including this um, series we run uh, focusing on financial and commercial centers across the world. Um, but really, um, a round of thanks for our sponsors. The format today is very simple. Uh, as I said, after my very brief introduction, I'll get out of the way uh, and leave um, the floor to our, uh, our keynote speakers. Um, but just some housekeeping before we uh, kick off. First of all, the session's being recorded so that uh, if you want to go back and watch it again, or if you have friends and colleagues who you think might be interested, uh, the recording would post it on our website uh, probably within a couple of days. Uh, so that'll be available for you to go back and, uh, and rewatch if you, if you wish to. Uh, secondly, um, you can ask questions at any point during the um, presentation, um, and I will um, collate those during the Q&A session towards the end uh, after our presentation. If you haven't used GoToWebinar before, uh, the way to ask a question is to find the question uh, tab on your dashboard and you type in a question, uh, that'll be uh, come to me and I'll be able to uh, feed those in to Francesca and Luca uh, when we get to the Q&A session. Uh, we will pass on details um, of those who ask questions uh, to Francesca and Luca in case there's any need for follow-up or um, further um, interaction. Um, so uh, please keep your questions coming during the presentation. We'd be delighted to field them when we get there. Um, so we're going to move on now to our presentations. Um, despite the order shown on this slide, actually Francesca is going to present first, uh, followed by Luca. Yeah. Um, and so, Francesca, I'd like to invite you to take the floor and talk a little bit about uh, Genova um, and its, its past and potentially the future. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Buongiorno from uh, Genova. Um, I am really pleased to take part of this uh, uh, webinar about my city and present my city. Um, actually, I want to start with uh, uh, Genova La Superba. Uh, so the name is, uh, is not modest, it means it's a superb. And uh, it's not modest because Genova rules the Mediterranean Sea was uh, a republic Marina Republic, Repubblica Marinara, so was free until uh, arrive uh, Napoleon. Uh, so, but you have to think uh, that uh, um, the name uh, Genoa is, um, is connected with Janus in, uh, from uh, the god in uh, on the Roman time, but actually it's connected also with Janua, and that's why I put uh, these uh, beautiful images uh, of one of the gates, uh, one of the oldest gates of the city, which is called 
porta soprana as you can see was stunning and was uh, uh, in fact uh, like the new york of the uh, medieval time so you uh, it's uh, one of the characteristic of the city is actually the very um, uh, tall uh, houses um, is an arbor as london is so all the goods are coming here is a tapilo run of all the goods for uh, the Silk Road finish here. So 7,000 kilometers arrive in Genova and Venice, but we don't mention Venice uh, now, <laughs> which was uh, the other uh, Mariner Republic. So, and uh, uh, funny to say, also red cotton from Egypt that we um, we put with Indacus, uh, we, we color with Indacus in blue, and so uh, we call uh, Tela di Genova, uh, that is in French, Toile de Genova, that you pronounce Jean. Uh, so the jeans is actually from Genova. This is a fun, fun fact, but it's very important still now. And here you have a wonderful uh, telero of a Renaissance time because we were in jeans since medieval Renaissance time and also we paint on jeans. And here is, is the, the, um, the passion of Christ on jeans. Um, this is the symbol of the city together with La Lanterna, the, uh, the um, the oldest, uh, uh, you know, lighthouse in the world, but this is the uh, one of the oldest uh, public bank in the world, and this uh, Banco di San Giorgio that was created by a French, actually, by Bossicol in 1407, but was closed down by another French, so by Napoleon, but actually was uh, even before. So it's uh, uh, the idea of creating shares, the LOCA, and to be like the central bank was a Genovese idea. And the first insurance, also if insurance was born already in the Roman time, but the first written uh, insurance is actually in, in Genova. And of course, you can imagine how, how much were the connection with the Lloyds uh, uh, after um, uh, in the, the 19th centuries. Um, we have 42 beautiful palaces because, of course, uh, uh, Genova became the, the capital of the Mediterranean. This is one, this is one when Dickens uh, live uh, is uh, Villa Pallavicino delle Peschiere, so please, is under UNESCO. And of course, you uh, settle down, especially um, in the 19th century, there was uh, 20,000 English uh, residents here. We are not on the Grand Tour mainly, but uh, we, you, uh, you, we have a strong presence of the English in Genova and actually in, also in the, in the Italian Riviera, especially in Bordighera. And here you have uh, uh, one of these beautiful villas. This was uh, Castello Mecanti and uh, one of the more than 100 villas that I I just checked in a, in a book uh, with Alessandro Bartoli about the British presence in Genova and the Riviere. You live also, you really shape us. So you live wonderful gardens. I know that where is an English, there is a garden or inside or outside. But here you have the, the botanical garden in Genova, uh, Le Orto Botanico, that was the founder was Bat with Smithson um, and uh, also Thomas Hanbury. Uh, and uh, Thomas Embury also leave uh, this beautiful garden, uh, one of the best uh, botanical garden of all Italy in uh, Ventimiglia, La Morte, Le Giardini, um, 
appunto Hamburg, Hamburg Garden. Uh, I'm, I'm proud to say that I'm the president of the Amici, which is uh, uh, an Anglo-English, uh, um, uh, uh, an Anglo-Italian society. So I, I really invite you to, to come and see these beautiful uh, gardens. Uh, important figure, of course, come to Genova, like Byron, I want to recall, because uh, next year will be uh, the celebration of his uh, death in uh, Greece. And the last place, of course, uh, before Greece was Genova. I stay here nine months. Uh, this is the last, uh, actually, um, sketch about him. Uh, we have also the Christmas Carol uh, of Charles Dickens that he read here in Genoa for the first time, H.D. Uh, Lawrence uh, with Frida. And uh, um, apart of this great, uh, um, uh, you know, friendship also with a very important figure of literature, we have also, uh, you shape us also in the sport because before we just uh, eat our wonderful pasta with pesto uh, and uh, you arrive and you created the first rowing, the first uh, uh, sport in tennis, especially. This is the uh, this is a watercolor. It's fascinating. Find by Gisela Merello, and is date the same date of Wimbledon. So the first uh, uh, English uh, uh, tennis in Italy was opened uh, the first uh, in uh, 80, um, uh, 8087, I think. But in any case, the same date of Wimbledon. And then we have the first uh, um, Genoa and Critic Club, which is the first football club of Italy, which is my club. And you can see the, the griffon and the color of uh, Queen Victoria. And uh, uh, nevertheless, we have the same scent and the same flag. I have to say we have more than one scent. We don't have only St. George as a patron scent. We have also San Lorenzo, uh, Santa Caterina, and uh, we have San Bernardo and San Giovanni. So we devote the cities to the Virgin Mary. So to be honest with you, we are a little bit more protected than you, but we have the same flag as you can see uh, with actually the griffon as well. And, uh, and it's, uh, it's very interesting because we don't know how uh, this happens. Uh, um, a story recalled that uh, Richard Lionheart arrived in Genova uh, and, um, you know, take ships to, uh, for the crusade to Jerusalem. Uh, and so he rented the flag. Uh, I'm not sure on that because uh, we need to dig out much more because I think it's not true was Accinelli saying that. So, but uh, in the end, what I want to say with all uh, this little presentation that we have 1,000 years uh, in common of friendship, of uh, shared history. And I think that is always the best frame to do business when you trust each other. And we have this compulsory attraction, as I call. And so I give to Luca Beltravino, uh, the, uh, I pass to Luca Beltravino the, the, you know, the, 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 the stage to, to present you the future. But the future is only the future if there is the past. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, thank you very much for having me today. And uh, I'm uh, very happy to be here. Uh, unfortunately, I'll be speaking about uh, uh, something different uh, than, uh, than Francesca and, uh, you know, something a little bit colder than, than Francesca. So uh, today I, I wanted to just uh, introduce a little bit the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the group of ambassadors of Genoa in the world. 
Um, it's, um, it's a group of more than 170 people. Uh, they are from Genoa and uh, they have achieved uh, uh, big success in their activities. Um, we also have the mandate uh, of, the, uh, of the mayor of Genoa, Mr. Marco Bucci, to represent the city and attract investment. So uh, we have a, a, a diverse range of industries, including shipping, manufacturing, finance, and tourism. And uh, uh, you know we have a, a 7.5 billion investment planned in infrastructure. So it's a very large investment that we have planned in the, in the infrastructure. Uh, this will include transport networks, uh, port logistics, shipping, and urban development. As you can see in this slide, you know we have this beautiful view of the waterfront. Uh, has in the way was reimagined by our international architect, Mr. Renzo Piano, who's a guy from Genoa. So we are very proud of uh, this waterfront. Um, many times we, we have heard people and, you know, politicians talking about uh, creating a, uh, let's say, a greater city area consisting of the three very large cities, Italian cities, Genoa, Milan and Turin. Uh, this could potentially have a significant economic impact. So this is very important for the city because uh, first of all, it is going to make the second largest GDP in the Eurozone. And uh, also for the second reason would be that we could uh, set a target in the future to be even you know, the first largest Eurozone uh, regional GDP uh, again for the future. So. Again, let me stress this one again. Again, you know, Genoa is really an important economic hub in Italy. The industrial sector is very large. It includes shipping, high-tech, manufacturing, finance, and obviously, as you would uh, uh, think, uh, tourism is very important too. Uh, the city has, as you probably know, a strategic location on the uh, Mediterranean Sea, and uh, it makes uh, a significant port of trade and commerce. Um, so, for these reasons, uh, Genoa is really able, uh, we are convinced, uh, I mean, the ambassador of, of Genoa in particular are convinced that Genoa can attract businesses, contributes to the economic growth, and create uh, investment opportunity. So, of course, uh, I'm, uh, uh, as, you, uh, as you know, I'm the ambassador of Genoa in the world, which, is, uh, 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 we, which has the mandate for high-tech, and uh, I can talk about iTech, and iTech is, is an industry that counts several multinational companies. Uh, they work together in the field of energy, automation, transport, and infrastructure. Um, they employ over 15,000 workers. Uh, so it's a, it's a big presence that we have, uh, especially in the fields of electronics, robotics, and biotechnologies. So just to name a few, uh, for example, we have uh, uh, the Italian Institute of Technology, we have Leonardo, we have Ansaldo, uh, we have Itachi Rail, uh, you know, uh, to mention a very international company, Itachi Rail, Rail we'll, we have Ilex, we have Danieli and Aspo. But uh, um, it's important to say we have IREN, which is a local uh, multi-utility company of which the municipality of Genova owns a major stake. IREN is very important for the city right now and for iTech in particular and for energy as well because it's investing lots of money uh, lately in the so-called uh, energy communities which are become a very important team uh, in, in Italy, energy communities. Um, 
we have another very important power company called Duferco, which is actually investing lots of money in electric, uh, electric mobility. So electric mobility is another very important uh, uh, theme that we are following up at the moment. Um, then, then, you know, in, term of, in terms of uh, technical institutes and development of technology, we have uh, also many institutes of the CNR, which for us is the famous uh, National Research Council. And for example, we have uh, intelligent systems for automation, energy, uh, engineering, and telecommunication. So um, uh, as you probably know, the, most of the Genoa GDP is made of, it's covered by its port logistics. We think about 60%. Therefore, I really think that iTech applied to port logistics is becoming a, a really a major effort uh, of the city. Uh, of course, we have a university, and our university is, uh, I'm, I can say, uh, a national excellence uh, and an important research center. Imagine we have uh, about 3,000 researchers that are working uh, in, the, uh, in the University of Genoa. Um, and uh, you know, innovative enterprises are created uh, every every year. Uh, about uh, we have about 200 uh, registered startups today. Um, I guess that during the next uh, years, uh, Genoa will become stronger with, with its uh, technological sector. Um, with uh, and the focus will be, uh, I guess, more on data energy, biomedical, mechanical, and obviously also robotic. Um, and uh, uh, in particular, we are also committing to innovation with uh, the Erzelli Science and Technological Park. Um, the Erzelli Science and Technological Park is a hub for companies, academics, and uh, uh, it also involves re research centers, and uh, it is designed with a cutting edge technology. Um, we can find here some very large uh, organizations, very large companies, and very international companies as well, like Siemens, Ericsson, uh, but also uh, very important local companies like Liguria Digitale, Talent Garden, and uh, IIT. Um, in the future, we will have here the Polytechnic School of the University of Genoa. So Genoa is becoming even larger and even more important with the Arzelli and a private hospital for health and research will be here as well. Um, we have uh, uh, also um, a, uh, an organization which is called RoboIT, Robo uh, which is the first national center for robotic technology transfer. Uh, it will be built near uh, you know, the new St. Giorgio Bridge and uh, you know, uh, I guess that national robotics experts and really all the innovative uh, robotic startups will work together here. So it will be a very important point of aggregation for technology and robotics for the city. It will be uh, definitely helped by university and venture capitals. Uh, we understood uh, in, in Italy, we, we have discovered not a long time ago that uh, the relationship between university and uh, you know, startups and uh, venture capitals is very important to develop the market and the startups um, environment. So uh, we estimate here an investment of about 100 million in, in about four years for the creation and development of 
50 new companies. This is what we are expecting. Um, we have developed also a very interesting concept related to the sea economy, which is called uh, the blue economy. And uh, imagine, you know, the blue economy is very important for us uh, because it, it represents 9.1% of the regional GDP, not, not the city GDP, but really the regional, the, the Liguria region GDP. It has 156 companies operating in the blue economy fields. And uh, uh, these companies are making a, a turnover of 13 billion, uh, you know, uh, per year. So you can imagine this is a very important uh, factor for the productive system of the region and Liguria. Um, some of the technologies that are uh, developed here are aquaculture, uh, fisheries and uh, biotechnologies. But of course, uh, this investment is also very much related and will attract tourism, coastal tourism and cruises, uh, transport, therefore transport ports, uh, development of the port and renewable energy. So uh, it's very important for the, of course, for the region and, uh, you know, for the blue economy, sustainability is the main target. And as you know, lately we have been uh, hearing uh, plenty of times the word sustainability and uh, the, uh, the importance that sustainability is re have related to the economy and the development of the economy. Um, there are, uh, in general, we are also organizing very important events uh, in the, uh, related to the economy of the sea. And uh, uh, it's worth mentioning the, the Genoa Boat Show, uh, which is not to be missed. So for everybody who's listening to me today, come to Genoa at the Genoa Boat Show. It attracts every year hundreds of exhibitors and thousands of visitors. So uh, if, if I'm reading, when I read the Ernst Young Digital Infrastructure Index lately, I discovered that uh, uh, Ernst Young is uh, saying that Genoa is the first Italian city for digital infrastructure. So I'm very proud of this because, of course, uh, me being the uh, person in charge for the ambassador of Genoa in the world for iTech, uh, you can understand I'm very proud. So this will grow, I guess, this will grow, grow very strongly, uh, of course, with the arrival of four la large-scale submarine cables that you can see in these slides uh, here now. As you can see, four cables that are, you know, starting from uh, Southeast Asia, India, and uh, even one of them is, uh, uh, you know, uh, going all through the way, uh, the whole way through India and, and coming to Genoa. So I guess this will really transform the city. I guess it will become the new digital European and Mediterranean gateway. And uh, it will be a strategic hub in the global map of submarine gables. Of course, I'm talking about the city of Genoa. And uh, this obviously will provide uh, for Genoa and for the region and for local business, uh, a, definitely a competitive advantage. And I guess it uh, might uh, be leading to the creation of skilled jobs and uh, it will contribute definitely to the creation of the, a digital community and ecosystem uh, in, in, in the city of Genoa. So uh, I'm very proud uh, to have been made, uh, uh, you know, uh, by the mayor of Genoa, president of the JEDIX, the Genova Data and, and Internet Exchange. Uh, JEDIX is, is really a project from the ambassadors of Genoa in the world. Um, so 
On the right side of the slides, you can see, you know, uh, here you can see uh, the 20 largest internet exchanges in the world. And as you can see, uh, at least 10 of them are in Europe. So Europe is becoming very important in terms of the uh, traffic of data. And on the left side, in the, uh, you see the map of the European internet exchange points. And uh, uh, as you can see, all most important European cities have an internet exchange point. So I'm very proud to say today that uh, even Genoa has an internet exchange. And uh, again, I'm very proud to say that uh, because, of course, this will be very important, uh, especially for the landing of the international submarine cables in Genoa and Savona, that uh, we will be able to intercept with the internet exchange, and uh, we will be facing a fantastic opportunity, both in terms of uh, social development for Genoa and for the region. So, uh, the strategic choice is really for us to intercept the, the local internet traffic that in the, in the past would normally uh, proceed and go to Milan, Amsterdam, London, uh, you know, and the rest of the world without, you know, enable Genoa to get the advantage of that traffic. In fact, you know, about 10 years ago, I was lucky enough to listen to an interview from the mayor of the city of Amsterdam. And, uh, um, you know, Amsterdam at that time, you know, about 10 years ago, was really experiencing a very large uh, success. It was growing and booming very fast. So the mayor was asked by, by the journalist, uh, you know, why the city is growing so much? And the mayor, uh, in, in a really short sentence, uh, you know, the, uh, the way uh, only Dutch people can be so, sh so short uh, when they are answering to the questions, but very, uh, you know, uh, straight to the point, he said uh, three factors. Uh, the first one is the, per the port of Amsterdam that, you know, together with the port of Rotterdam makes definitely the first largest European port by volume of goods and uh, uh, also uh, one of the largest ports in the world. Uh, second factor, he mentioned the Amsterdam airport, the airport of Schiphol, which is an important uh, global air traffic hub. And, uh, and then, you know, surprise, surprise, at the third factor, he mentioned M6, the Amsterdam Internet Exchange, underlying the important function uh, of the international data traffic. So what we are trying to do, similarly to what happened to Amsterdam, what we are trying to do in Genoa is really creating an important international hub for people, goods and data at the same time. I'm really convinced that if you are the hub, the international hub for people, goods, and data at the same time, you can become really powerful uh, commercially and economically. Uh, the second uh, uh, Ambassador of Genoa in the World uh, project I want to talk about today, I'm very proud of, is the Energy and Data Valley. Energy and Data Valley is a very no innovative project uh, that see the cooperation between seven energy companies. And you know how difficult it is when you have very large, you know, companies uh, having them work together. So with the Ambassador of Genoa, we, we managed to do that. And these companies are all working together, sharing some objectives in the energy sector. Um, first of all, they are sharing research and development, training, and strategic market, uh, marketing. 
uh, our members are Ansaldo, uh, and uh, you know our members are all interested and in working on different uh, uh, on different targets. So they will bring a lot of uh, uh, important uh, matters uh, on the on the table. Uh, you know, Ansaldo is working on new generation plants. ERG is working on manager uh, managing uh, renewables. NL is working on the electrification of uh, uh, the uh, distribution networks. Duferco is developing e-mobility solutions. IREN is working on urban development, energy efficiency as smart homes. And then we also have Telecom Italia, the very famous incumbent telco provider, national incumbent telco provider, that is defining the role of big data and security in energy transition. So altogether, these people are working on a, uh, on, on a white paper. Uh, it will be the first project that they do. It's a fantastic white paper. And they are talking about the application of predictive analysis of data and energy um, and production and consumption uh, with, uh, uh, and this will be applicable to port logistics. And as you know, as I said, you know, 60% of the Genoese economy is based on port logistics. So this, this project for us is going to be very important. So this is the challenge for the uh, Energy and Data Valley project is making Genoa the capital, uh, the capital city of high tech and energy transition. And uh, this uh, uh, concludes uh, my presentation for today. Thank you very much for your attention. Well, thank you very much indeed, um, Luca. Um, and <clears throat> we don't now have some time for questions, comments and answers um, from the audience. And I guess the, the first question I'd like to ask is, um, it's kind of a view that you know, European technology and high tech um, is not quite as advanced as perhaps it is in Silicon Valley or in some parts of Asia. Um, you know, what do you think we collectively as European sort of tech people need to do um, to give more attention to high tech and to make it thrive? Ah, some years ago, I analyzed uh, at the university, actually, I was very lucky to be able to analyze the difference between the, uh, the tiger of Asia, so the economy, uh, the economy of Asia and the Pacific Rim and Europe uh, and the rest of, let's say, the more mature countries. And uh, what I noticed is that the most important difference, differentiator is, the, is really the link, was really the link between universities, um, startups, technologies, and the enterprise world. This was really missing, uh, especially in Southern Europe. Our, for example, our university, our universities were taking decision that was totally separated from the, uh, the enterprise world and the, uh, and the economy. So I guess that the tiger were running very fast because of that reason, because that they were talking. And it, it can, it can sound very simple, in fact, and very straightforward, but it is not. It is not easy. So what we are trying to do, for example, with the ambassadors of Genoa in the world is really putting together uh, the, uh, and, and connect you know, universities with uh, enter the enterprise and especially with the, with the, uh, with the uh, startups and the uh, economy of uh, enterprises. So that's a very important point. I don't see uh, a lot of different, uh, a lot of difference anymore. As I said, in general, for example, you can see 190, 200 startups, uh, and I think we learned the lesson. And uh, I, I think that uh, we, 
we learned the lesson very quickly and we we are really able now to compete um, and of course as uh, as we pointed out in the in our presentation we have creativity on our side uh, especially southern european people are very creative and we can use that as a potential uh, to really uh, create value uh, margins and value indeed for our economic economical sector Thank you. And I think the same I think happens in London. You see that the increasing links between the university sector and the um, business sector is very important. Uh, but also, of course, access to finance. You mentioned in your presentation that actually having you know, access to startup finance and scale-up finance uh, is also very important, I think, to building uh, a high-tech economy. Um, we've got a question here from Lucy Maria Whittock in the audience, um, who says it's a pleasure to be here. Um, but the company that um, she's representing today, called European Diplomats, is building a Future of Education consortium, um, which they expect to reach Italy as well. Um, but how would you judge the appetite for innovation in Italy, um, you know, particularly in education, but you know, as well more generally? Um, what's the attitude towards innovation in Italy? Well, we are. I guess that uh, even from uh, a, uh, the presentation from Francesca, you see, uh, we uh, sometimes even with the contribution from the the British, the British people, but sometimes also from our creativity, we can really develop uh, new things, and we can really uh, develop uh, uh, technology and uh, you know uh, as a form of art as a form of creativity uh, mm -hmm. i guess that uh, really it's really important to work together with the universities and with the and with all the all the uh, all, all schools uh, that that uh, can be involved in the process of uh, building that innovation i think that uh, globalization is really uh, I, I i agree with you i agree with you when you say that uh, you know uh, Finance is really a weak point for Southern Europe, for for Europe, if you, especially if you compare it with the United States and uh, Asia. So, uh, but I guess that globalization and uh, really uh, the fast speed of data exchange can really help that project, uh, that that process. I think we in 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 Europe nowadays we have access to all the novelties and all the innovation. Uh, much more easier than before and we can develop on that adding our creativity so i think that, that that's that's very important and also you know um, especially in southern europe and in italy especially we have uh, precision uh, you know people don't know that we have we are very uh, very good at precision uh, mechanics and uh, uh, you know building precision tools and uh, building uh, and, and we are actually exporting those tools so we can really work also on that aspect we can really work on details and be precise we are not really good because we don't have the same population as china or or, or uh, eastern asia on the uh, on the mass production but we could really work on the details and mechanical innovation so that's also another another uh, point uh, that we could work on here yeah thank you very much mike, Francesca. mike if i say something talking about high speed which is uh, it's just uh, to say that genova is linking now with milan uh, in a very fast way that will create also a very important uh, um, 
occasion to share and especially the life in general is much better than in Milan. I have to say we are on the sea as I see, as you see the beautiful villas and so on. So uh, we expect a massive uh, exchange in, especially because in Italy there is a problem for the student to find home and uh, Genoa in this way is very uh, cheap to find a home for the uh, for the students. So we, we, we expect to improve uh, our uh, population with uh, a lot of students uh, from, uh, from Milan and from all, all over the world, of course, uh, from, uh, from England in this exchange uh, between the two cities. As you know, as ambassador in my capacity and with the St. George Club, we managed to uh, write a memorandum of intent between uh, City of Genoa and City of London. So in 2023 and 2024, we will be able to link much more our two cities and with scholarship and with a big concert uh, in the end of 2024 that uh, I don't uh, tell anything about, but will be a very important concert because Paganini uh, was uh, in London, of course, uh, and uh, as well of uh, many important uh, Genovese figures. Uh, I, I just want to recall Horatio Pallavicino, that was the banker of uh, Elizabeth I. So, uh, so as, as we told, it's a, a long friendship uh, share. So you are, we are a welcome city, I think, uh, especially with the English community, we really always be in touch. And so it's very easy for us to tell our city is a little bit also your city. Thank you very much. Quality of, <laughs> quality of life is very important. I think quality of life is becoming more and more important. Many people from Milan are thinking that as soon as we will have, uh, you know, as Francesca was saying, a fast link between the two cities, they will move. I will be the first one to come back to Genoa. <laughs> I live in Milan at the moment, unfortunately. I will be the first one to come back to live in Genoa because, you know, the quality of life is much better. Even students are lately, you know, I guess after COVID, everybody, even the students yeah. are looking for a good quality of life uh, and not only, you know, work, work, work. So that's very important as well. And this is something that we can offer. Thank you very much. Um, I've got a question from Malcolm Farrow. He said, the, looking at the undersea cable networks, uh, he agrees it's very impressive, but of course that also leaves some threats. You know, they're open to potential sabotage and manipulation by hostile governments or bad actors. Um, how how are they protected, or you know, what what needs to happen to make to minimise that threat? Uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, undersea cables are protected uh, by uh, all the uh, by the organisations that are running them, and of course, uh, uh, that are uh, first of all by building uh, you know uh, trenches and all the all the tec technical system that is really. Um, first of all, they are they are uh, dig uh, very down very down in the in the submarine, uh, you know, sea very down in the sea. So uh, you know, I think uh, it, they're not very easy uh, to be uh, to be attacked. And uh, normally they are built uh, with a very strong infrastructure. And normally, you know, the the most important thing is redundancy because we can really afford to have those cables cut. Because you know the internet is following so many different routes that they, and they are you know self-adjusted, uh, um, you know, and they are self uh, uh, how can I say self-correcting uh, um, uh, uh, themselves. 
so that the traffic will always get to the point and then we will have the, the time to repair and uh, normally the advantage uh, of the undersea cables is really that it's much more cheaper and much more easier to repair them than the land uh, than the the cable uh, you know the inland cables uh, so uh, you know the cables because of course uh, land uh, brings more complexity in terms of uh, digging and adjusting the cables the cables are easier to adjust and this is why you know 90% you know 90% of the uh, international uh, data traffic is nowadays running on uh, undersea so 90 we, uh, undersea cables represent 90% of the global internet Thank you very much. Um, Douglas Andrews has asked a relatively detailed question, but he's asking how many established venture capital firms are currently supporting startups and scale-ups in Italy, uh, in general, in Genoa in particular, uh, and, and how much venture capital has been invested in Italian startups um, in recent years? It's uh, normally, if you check the figure, um, uh, it, it's much, much less than the UK. It's even uh, less than than Switzerland. Um, it's um, the the amount of money. It's very small for startups uh, in general. Uh, but then what what we can see is uh, nowadays uh, what we see is enterprises that uh, are uh, helping uh, helping those startups, especially if they believe in a concept or, or in an idea. Uh, enterprises are really replacing the function of the venture capital. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, replacing them by saying, by talking to the startup and saying, uh, okay, if you work on that particular idea, we can really sponsor you and invest the money. So what we see, uh, even in Genoa, what we see is really that. So the, the startup companies are talking to the enterprise sector, they're working together, developing models that the enterprise sector itself uh, doesn't really have the time or, or the, uh, the human resources to to do and uh, we do that if you check the amount of uh, money that e the italian enterprises have for uh, development and uh, uh, you know developing the intelligence and develop project is much less than other countries so startups can really come up and uh, sub uh, and really replace what we are not uh, doing uh, at, the, at the enterprise level i think Thank you very much. We've got a couple of minutes left. Francesca, Doug Barrow uh, in the audience has asked whether you could expand on how the cities of London and Genoa are trying to build bridges. Uh, you've mentioned the sort of the memorandum of understanding that was being signed, but would you like to say a bit more about... Um, yes, I want to thank uh, uh, Doug uh, Barrow because actually it was pivotal to arrive to reach this uh, understanding uh, and to write it down the memorandum with the St. George Club, which is a group that uh, tried to uh, reach uh, actually this uh, partnership between the two cities in a kind of Dickens way, you know, <laughs> but uh, actually to enlighten this uh, uh, this friendship and this uh, very similar uh, uh, way of life in understanding. Uh, we are very, very much uh, the, the, uh, the same. Uh, we have this, the same understatement, actually, the same understatement, the same, uh, uh, and all this story together. So we, we actually pointed out three bigger fields uh, where we can collaborate with our shipping. Um, education and community. Uh, I want to say that uh, 42 architects for deliver 
delivery of the architects came to visit us and were uh, really thrilled to see the city uh, because the city is not only the biggest medieval uh, you know center but also as uh, different contemporary parts as Luca recall we have Renzo Piano the bridge that we put uh, Renzo Piano did it and so, uh, so started with uh, really the good, uh, the good first step with the architect, and we 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 want to expect much, uh, much more on this. Uh, our mayor will be inland on the 9 and the 10 of November for the uh, for the major show. We will take part of the major show. You will see. We will will be our uh, chariot there. So we're really pleased and thanks Doug again for all his support that was vital. Well, thank you very much. I'm afraid we have run out of time. I'm sure we could have carried on the conversation much longer, but uh, we're, we're out of time. So to, to finish off very briefly, a round of thanks. Um, I mentioned our sponsors earlier. Um, again, to thank them for their continued support uh, is so welcome. Uh, we have some events coming up you might be interested in. Uh, tomorrow, um, how to own, develop and execute your own strategy. Uh, next week, um, a session on why the UK needs a written constitution, um, and next Wednesday, crises in the making. Um, so a varied um, menu um, of subjects for, for your uh, delectation. Um, but it just remains for me to thank Francesca and Luca. Um, it's been fabulous to have you with us today. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, normally, thank I'd be able to offer you a large round of applause, but on a webinar, we simply have to offer our thanks, and we hope to meet you again, whether in London or in Geneva. Uh, thank Definitely. you very much. Thank, thank you, very, you much. very much. Thank you We're much. waiting for you in Genova, of course, and to see you in London. Bye.